0: Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace. And I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. And I want to begin reading in in chapter 6 of Romans. Because I think we need to understand what Romans 6 is all about. Because there's a lot of struggles in the body of Christ with that. And there's a lot of people that don't understand the struggle with the word sin. Because we take that word sin and we use it profusely. But I want to start with Romans, uh, Romans chapter 6. And I want to start reading with verse... 14, for sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but you're under grace. Now, if you read that from a context that sin don't have no more dominion over you, and then people ask the question, well, pastor, you don't understand. I miss it all the time, and I miss it all the time, and sin does sometimes have dominion over me, but we've missed the context because in every one of these scriptures here in Romans chapter 6, the word sin is a noun. It is a person, place, or thing. It is not an action word. A, a the word sin in an is an action word is a verb. In the, every one of these contexts, except verse fifteen of of Romans chapter six, the word is a noun. It's talking about the divine the divine sinful nature that you and I have been delivered from. Now, all of us were born with a sinful nature because of the fall of Adam. But because of the blood of Jesus we have been redeemed from that sinful nature and now we have the nature of Christ, His divine nature according to Peter. So we see the revelations changing here, the understandings changing, the the plans changing, God's design is changing. So if we read Romans 6 in sin concept, sin shall not have more dominion over me. Because I'm not under the law, but I'm under grace. That looks like I don't make any more mistakes. I don't sin anymore. I don't ever do anything wrong anymore. My, I'm absolutely perfect when I, when I do fall. I fall into condemnation because it looks like to me that sin does have dominion over me. That's talking about the sin nature. That's talking about the divine nature of sin that you were born with in Adam. That you were redeemed with because of Christ. It no longer has dominion over you because you don't have a sin nature anymore. And I want you to understand something. You're a spirit. You possess a soul and you live in a body. So the spirit is really who you are. You are not that physical person that you see. We say, well, Pastor, wait a minute now. You're trying to get off course. You're telling me I do not sin. I'm telling you that your flesh makes mistakes. Your, your flesh misses it. But those things will not send you to hell. What sends you to hell is not believing in Jesus Christ and not having a reborn divine spirit, a, a divine spirit from God to have God's spirit inside of you. You were born with Adam's spirit. The the Bible says in Romans chapter 5 verse 19, I believe it is, is that because of the disobedience of one man, the many is made righteous. And because the obedience of one man, the many is made righteous. The the disobedience made us sinners. The, the one man's obedience made us righteous. So all of us were born sinners. There was nothing we can do with that because of the fall of Adam. But you and I become righteous in Christ Jesus. And because of that today, you and I are walking by grace and we're walking by faith and we're walking by the beauty of his finished work that's been completed in our lives. So when we read Romans chapter 6, you need to go back and read Romans chapter 6 again and don't read it as smoking. I use this text at the scripture to kind of help people. When it's a verb, we use smoking, drinking doing drugs. Now, we know that those three things will not send you to hell. Now, I want you to understand that because people's going to get upset with me about that comment. But it's believing that Jesus Christ died, didn't die on the cross is what's going to send you to hell. Your unbelief is what's going to send you to eternal damnation. But you and I, if we believe in Christ, are born again. That doesn't mean we'll not make mistakes. That doesn't mean we're not going to miss the mark with our flesh. But I want you to see, whereas law can show us God's holiness, but it can never empower us to live holy, only grace can. Where law can point out where we fall short but can never produce change in our hearts, but grace can. Whereas law can create feelings of failure but can never enable success, but grace can. Whereas law can mandate certain behaviors but cannot give us a desire to walk in righteousness, grace can. Whereas the law can reform our behavior, but cannot transform our hearts, grace can And that's the difference in the law and in grace in the body of Christ right now. So when we read Romans chapter 6, I want you to understand and read it from the context. Now let's read verse 16, uh, verse 15. But then... Shall we sin because we are not under the law but under grace? God forbid. Now, in this particular text is the only time it's a verb. Only time it's talking about smoking, drinking, doing drugs, and that's the context I use at the church to help people understand the difference in sin as a verb and sin as a noun dealing with the divine nature of a person. So he's saying that sin will no longer have dominion over you. He doesn't mean you're not going to make mistakes anymore. He means that the sin nature is no longer having any control over you because you've been born again by the blood of Jesus, and you've been delivered and freed from that, and because of that, you're walking in that righteousness with God. What a beautiful picture of the beauty of grace.